This is Jan Swift, and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. I'd like to thank our sponsors who make our podcast possible. We take our podcast with the ongoing support of Raider and Jason Sikora, our sound engineer. Raider is a hands-on IT service provider that integrates all of your needs for advanced technical support, effective communication options, and cybersecurity. Raider's motto is, you just want it to work. We understand. Please visit RaiderSolutions.com for more information. Iberia Bank and First Horizon, who are now one bank. Two relationship-driven banks, both leaders in the industry, have officially joined forces. The combination of Iberia Bank and First Horizon creates a leading financial services company dedicated to enriching the lives of their clients, associates, and their communities. I'd also like to thank Lafayette General Health, who has joined the Oshner Health family and is now Oshner Lafayette General. As one health system, Oshner Lafayette General will provide expanded services and enhanced care from the familiar faces you already trust. Oshner Lafayette General means more resources to help solve healthcare's toughest problems, reinvesting in our communities, and being further committed to health and wellness. Oshner Lafayette General. Together means more. Learn more today at togethermeansmore.org. Our guest is Johnny Carrier, Executive Director of the Refinery Mission. His organization services men in transition through Christ-centered services. Our topic today is the annual Hunters for the Hungry Food Drive to be held on Sunday, September 26th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Sportsmen and their families are encouraged to clean out their freezers and donate frozen game and fish. All donations are tax-deductible and will be used to feed the needy through the refinery missions, shelter, and programs. Last year's drive was a huge success. They collected over 8,000 pounds of food, which provided approximately 25,000 meals to the impoverished and homeless in the greater Lafayette community. Johnny Carrier, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Jan. Uh, First of all, it's just an honor and a blessing to, to get invited to come and share one about Hunters for the Hungry and also about the refinery mission and kind of what, what's happening over here, this organization and, uh, and around Acadiana. So. Well, we're really glad to have you here. Um, I've learned about this. I guess I've heard about you guys over the past several years. And I know that Bob Giles um, and his organization has really been active. So why don't you tell us about what this is, the annual Hunters for the Hungry Food Drive? So Hunters for the Hungry, we got connected with Mr. Bob Giles probably eight or nine years ago. I would have to go back and count, uh, but he's been doing this a lot longer than that. And so Bob is a very giving person. Uh, he believes in the community. He believes in giving back to the community. And so long ago, they came up with the idea of how can, well, what's kind of needed? What are the donations that are needed in this community that often gets overlooked? And they came up with the idea of protein, meat. Um, perishables, uh, non-perishable items, canned goods, all these things are given pretty freely across different food drives. We have FoodNet um, at the end of every year, which is a big canned can good drive. Uh, so they started this thing called Hunters for the Hungry. And the whole point of it was to market to hunters, fishers, people in the community that are cleaning out their freezers in anticipation for the new hunting season. And so what we have is our freezer day. It's our annual clean out your freezer day. 
with people from all around Acadiana and the state. Um, we're kind of in charge of the Acadiana region, but Baton Rouge, Lake Charles, North Louisiana, they all have different locations as well. But for this day, from 10 to 3, like you mentioned, we have people that come out and they give, they clean out their freezer, they give ducks, deer, game, fish, all of these different things. Uh, they go to Rouse's, they've come back with different types of meat, beef, chicken, whatever they have in their freezer, whatever they want to give or donate, they do. Um, and so what we've done is we've set up drop-off locations all around the Cadiana, from Hopaloosas to Eunice to Cairn Grove, Lafayette, Broussard, Youngsville, all of these areas to where people, they don't have to go far. They can just know what we're doing and just be there, drop it off. They don't even have to get out their vehicles. And um, and yeah, so that, that's kind of it in a nutshell. It's wonderful, wonderful event that serves. I think we're on pace this year. I know um, in, in some press releases, they had 20-something thousand meals, but we're closer to 60,000 oh. uh, from, from last year to this year in the amount of meals that we've served. So. It's really, it's, it makes a huge impact and it's truly an awesome event uh, that's much needed in our community. That's incredible, Johnny. Um, let me mention, I see uh, this again is Sunday, September 26th in Lafayette. It'll be at UL Cajun Field and you'll be out there. I'm sure I'll be out there, yeah. Charge. Yeah. And then uh, in Youngsville, First Assembly of God on Vero School Road. Then in Karen Crow, MC Taxidermy, it's on the Evangeline Thruway. And then in Broussard, Chops Specialty Meats over on Albertsons Parkway. And then in Annapolis, Giles Nissan uh, on the service road, on I-49 service road. And it goes as far as Eunice in our area at the Eunice Fire Station. So I'm trying to picture this. If you collected 8,000 pounds last year, I'm glad you got all those meals out of it. But that is one big mess of frozen food to have to store so that's got yeah. to be a project in and of itself it is and we heavily rely on a local business here to help with uh we have a freezer but it wouldn't even hmm. come close to being the size to cover this so uh, we have a local business that is extremely generous and every year they let us store the meat from this event there and we could we go and grab what we need as it's needed and we distribute it out. So, yeah, it, it, we couldn't do it. If they shut that down, we would have to scramble to try and find another place. But they've been very faithful and very helpful to do that wow. time and time again, year after year. So, um, you know, I like that you say people can go to the grocery store and, you know, buy chicken and beef and stuff because, you know, I'm a hunter gatherer, but I'm not necessarily one that gets a gun <laughs> or yeah, a fishing yeah, pole sure. and goes and gathers. But for this sure. lets all of us help you so you can take Absolutely. things anything out of the freezer that's that's you know in good shape it's got to be yeah. i know you're and looking for things if it's questionable if you're like unsure bring it we'll go through it and some stuff may not be good uh, but but it's okay bring what you have and don't worry about that we'll go through it and decide that if you're if you just come on so oh, that's great so yeah. you know bob giles name seems to come up a lot with these charitable endeavors, he's uh, he really gives a lot back to individuals in our community. Yeah, he, he knows that uh, his businesses are all in this area and the people that support what he does, his businesses are the people in Acadiana. And so he takes giving back very seriously, whether it's to local law enforcement or local nonprofits and, mm -hmm. you know, across the board. I mean, see him walking in schools, giving cash to teachers and you know, he's really, really uh, big on communities and giving back and 
um, really tries to get other people to jump on that bandwagon as well. So um, it's pretty cool. And, and we could use a whole lot more bombs uh, in, oh. in how they operate. So no doubt. Uh, very appreciative. Yeah. So I'm trying to picture the people that you normally see. You told me off uh, offline before we started taping that you see like a lot of the same people are, are very generous and they, they repeat. They come back and, and, you know, volunteer and donate food. Do you see many women? Is it the guys coming or is it the women going, we got to clean out the freezer? Yeah, a good, a good combination. But you are right. There are a lot of wives that are like, I'm cleaning this freezer. They've had enough. Uh, the food from the, the previous hunting season has not been consumed. And they're like, I'm cleaning this out because I know he's going on again. <laughs> he's already got it lined up. He's got the lease. He's got the, the trips out of town. And so, uh, yeah, it, it's a good combination. But we get the wives. We get the husband and the wives. And we just get the husband sometimes. Uh, or, or just random people that pass by and see what we're doing. They're like, what is going on out there? And so they come through and. Next thing uh-huh. you know, they're at Rouse's and they're back or they're at some of the other stores and bringing stuff. So everyone can get involved. And, and it seems like everyone really enjoys getting involved. Like, you know, previous years, you just see some of the same people over and over. Uh-huh. They must mark it on their calendar and they get excited about it. It's kind of part of their family tradition to, to be a part of this event. Right. Well, I see on the um, flyer that you mentioned, you know, Hunters for the Hungry and then also uh, Second Harvest food bank do you partner with them are they recipients direct partnership now however the hunters for the hungry throughout the state they do um and so there there, there's some partnerships there but it's not directly in what what we're doing here and how we distribute at the refinery right so where should people look online to find out more about hunters for the hungry for this year yeah you can just google hunters for the hungry i mean it'll pull up the website or you can directly go to h4h H, the number four, HLA.org. There's a tab on there that says freezer day. It has all the locations. If you're out of the Acadiana region, there's a good chance on September 26th that you can be a part of this as well. And so just go on there. It shows the drop-off spots for like Lake Charles, I think, says one spot. Baton Rouge has quite a bit and stuff like that. So it'll tell you everything you need on there of where you can drop off. Right. Well, I know the timing's good after... Uh, Ida, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are struggling. So this is really good timing. Right, right. Well, Johnny, I'd like to take a break. I want to hear more about what Refinery Mission does. But first, I'd like to pause and reflect back on an interview that we did with Reverend John Cannon. He's my pastor at Asbury United Methodist Church here in Lafayette. And he spoke of fasting as a way to show gratitude, to take the time to stop and be grateful for what you have. And I think the work of the Refinery Mission and your annual Hunters for the Hungry Food Drive is another way that we can all stop and really be grateful for the God-given bounty that we experience in our lives. And this moment is brought to us by Kurgan Brothers Sonic, our newest sponsor. Sonic offers a daily happy hour with 50% off drinks and slushes from 2 to 4 p.m. And while you're there, you should try their Raging Cajun Cheeseburger. A delicious blend of spicy mayo, pepper jack cheese, and Tony Sachery's Creole seasoning. But first, let's listen to John Cannon, whose interview can be found uh, not only just on podcasts, but at our website, Discover Lafayette. Let's take a listen. Fasting is a way to, to grow gratitude, and that's just what mm-hmm. you said. And, and it's a gratitude that um, 
that I think fasting teaches us, but we don't have to fast to do that. So to right. to take right. the time to stop and be grateful for what we have in front of us, to be grateful for the bite of food that mm-hmm. maybe um, you've prepared for yourself or a loved one's prepared for you, or uh, to be, uh, it extends into all your life. How can you be grateful for just the next moment you have to live, a moment that you have to do something wonderful for somebody mm-hmm. in? Um, so I think that maybe ultimately Lent is about uh, living in gratitude, uh, gratitude for the simple things. Mm. And that's really happiness, right? Yeah. What we're always looking for. I know. I mm. know. Do you have a favorite season of the year? Um, oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, Ad- Advent and Christmas are my absolute favorite. Really? Yes, the music. Oh, God. Easter is my favorite. Is that right? Springtime, though. Yeah. I guess it's new life, springtime. Uh-huh. But I enjoy them all. I'm a winter soul. So, you, you know, you dark Summer, weather yeah. and cold <laughs> and gray, uh, that's just right down my Welcome back to Discover Lafayette with Johnny Carrier. So, Johnny, let's talk about the work that you do with Refinery Mission. I know that you help men that are in a transition. Would you talk about what types of transitions and who you actually help? Yeah, sure. So we are a Christian nonprofit and uh, we, we provide emergency and transitional housing for men 17 years old and older. Uh, the men that we serve, they're coming to our program from jails, prisons, rehabs, hospitals, behavioral health clinics, and off the streets. So a very wide variety of men in need. It could be the guy that's just been on the streets for a while. It could be the husband that is just got kicked out of his house for no reason. It could be a guy who made many mistakes and, and was in jail or prison for periods of time or everything in between. We've had people who have just struggled or they lost their house to a fire. And so you know, it could be a, a wide variety of reasons, uh, drug addiction, mental mental illness. And so, but for the thing is, is when you walk through the door over here, um, none of that stuff really matters because you're going to be treated the same, no matter the context that you just came from. You're going to be a part of this family, a part of this program. And our program is designed to help a man from that moment, that really struggle moment, to then become self-sufficient again. And everything that we do here is designed to assist with that process. Mm -hmm. Um, The guys actually live here. They stay here. They have rules. They have curfew, very strict drug and alcohol testing. Um, We have classes, work readiness, job training, life skills. Uh, We do Dave Ramsey. We have uh, teachers that come in from local banks, from a, a, a variety of different contexts to teach some of our life skills classes. Um, Our job placement program is very important because we provide a connection between the employer and the employee. And so we've built relationships over the years with employers all around Acadiana, and we connect the right guy with the right job. And we leverage those relationships that we've built for the good of the men in our program who maybe have felonies, who maybe have screwed up in life or things like that. And so uh, we try to make that connection and it works out really, really great. Uh, doesn't always work out, but they come to us because a lot of times the people that they're hiring just out in the community are working out way less than the guys that we vouch for and that we provide support for for a long period of time. And so that's kind of the hard week. We have Bible studies and chapel services and we do celebrate recovery and all kind of different uh, programs that we offer for the men here with guys that get their GEDs um, and things like that. So, yeah, we just try and work with them. To where they where they're at to self sufficiency. Some guys need um, they need driver's license, they need birth certificates, and things like that. 
Um, we provide transportation to and from work within a 30 mile radius. So we help them get a job, we place them in the job, then we get them to and from work. And what happens is then they start saving their money, they start budgeting, and they start buying their own vehicles. So it, every week we have guys buying new vehicles and we really, really teach them to buy a vehicle with cash, save your money, pay for that vehicle. Don't take out a car loan if you don't have to. And so we have guys buying vehicles every single week and then they start providing their own transportation, which takes the weight off of all of our other vehicles and drivers for some of the new guys. So then they're ready to take the next step. They may move into our transitional housing or they may move on out into the world uh, on their own with, with skipping that. So that's a good, quick overview of what we do Mm -hmm. and how we do it. It seems to me, you know, that if you're, if you're just leaving jail or a rehabilitation center, you don't have much, like I'm sure a lot of people don't have the work clothes they need. They may not have the social skills. They may not have a feeling of self-worth and you're giving them the tools to build that yep. if you yep. want to touch on that i mean it's yeah. it's uh it's, it's not just great. one piece you've got a lot of pieces to put together it is and uh, you know i think the name of our organization correctly describes what you're saying here so when you think about the refinery mission um we think about what happens in a refinery okay so um when a guy walks through our door he is very very valuable to us but he's struggling to be useful in the community Okay, but let's look at crude oil. Crude oil um, is very, very valuable and sought after, but it's not super useful in its current state. But once that once that crude oil is refined, you have all these byproducts Mm -hmm. and it's more valuable, more useful. Still a man that comes through our programs. So he comes through our programs struggling in society. Well, after he's been refined, his gifts, he's way more useful in society. He was always valuable, always but he wasn't very useful maybe. And so once they come through, they're, they're more useful. They're using their gifts. They're more valuable to society as a whole. And so, yeah, so these guys have often obstacles to overcome, but hopefully through the programs and everything that we have developed is they come out on the other side refined mm-hmm. and better for our communities as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You obviously love what you do. Um, what led you to this line of work? Yeah, sure. So um, a lot of poor decisions led me to this work. Um, I went to, I moved to LSU in the fall of 2000 to be a construction manager over there. And uh, after two semesters, I was a college dropout for getting involved in drugs and drug dealing and drug addiction and moved back home, ended up kind of falling into some of the same traps home, moved back to Baton Rouge to college, um, tried to apply myself, did well fell into the same traps again. And so here we have this repeated cycle of drug addiction and poor choices and really just making a mess of my life, which led me to hitting rock bottom and then going to a place in um, Vankley, Mississippi called the Home of Grace. From there, I was uh, taught the Bible and I was um, I just heard preaching for the first time and it just really kind of rocked my world. I went there to get sober and clean, and I left there as a changed man who wanted to serve Christ and serve the Lord. So um, my poor decisions led me to the bottom, which ultimately led me here. But when I got out in 2007, I had a couple years of serving and working in our communities and just volunteering and active in my church. 
before I actually got hired on as the executive director in 2009. And, you know, since then got married and we have, me and my wife had four kids. And, um, yeah, I, 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 Mondays over here are great. Like we look forward to coming here on a Monday because it's like, it's just not your typical job. It's a calling. And it's just so much different than the nine to five, eight to five grind where you just kind of punch in that clock over here. We want to be here. We love it. And, you know, I know, Hey, we're designed to give back to these guys and our program's designed to give back to these guys. But what most people don't understand is they give back to me and my staff more than we could ever dream of in the relationships and just their personalities and their friendships. And I mean, it's, it's so rewarding to be a part of their lives and a part of their restoration. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, um, kind of geared to us helping them, but we help, they help us in so many ways. Uh, It's, it's cyclical. Mm -hmm. Your family of origin is still in Opelousas, your mom and dad. Oh yeah. Yep. They must be so proud. Oh yeah, for sure. For Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it was very rough for a while. And, uh, but since uh, 2007, life has been very good and very different. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. So, And you're making life very good and very different for other people that need you. Thank you. Thank I love you. the story. So thank you for sharing your personal yes. story. And, uh, I want to say again, we, you know, the reason we were here um, is to plug a very important uh, food raiser, not a fundraiser, but food raiser. Although I'm sure you guys take checks too. <laughs> sure, sure. But it's annual Hunters for the Hungry Food Drive to be held on Sunday, September 26th from 10 to 3 p.m. And you can just Google Hunters for the Hungry Food Drive. But I'll also put this in our show notes. And Johnny Carrier, thank you for all you do. Uh, thank you for making our, our region a better place. We're all better off with people. Thank like you so much. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's absolutely a pleasure. So yeah, and I want to thank our listeners too for for being loyal, and of course our sponsors. Um, so grateful to Iberia Bank, now a part of the First Horizon family, Oshner Lafayette General, Kurgan Brothers Sonic, and of course Raider, and especially Jason Sikora who mixes our tape. Thank you all for your ongoing support of our effort to share all that is good in our community. On behalf of Discover Lafayette, this is Jan Swift. 